0: Hi, my name is Con Koutsikis and this is a couple with a conversationalist. An entertaining, educational and informative program with a broad array of guests with unique perspectives and experiences. And for more information about my coaching and workshops, visit my website at www.konkoutsikis.com. Welcome Adelaide. My name is Con and I am the conversationalist and as always I have my latte in tow. My guest today is Natalie Paraskevopoulos. Welcome Natalie.
1: Hi thanks for having me, cover You're, in hand. Uh, fantastic, <laughs> good
0: good to see. Uh, Natalie is Director of Digital, one of Adelaide's leading digital and creative agencies and we know how important Digital uh, marketing is particularly in today's time. And just for some credibility from Natalie's perspective, uh, some of her clients have included EOS uh, of Sky City, Bickford's, and Ray White. So, the information that Nat's going to share today, uh, I strongly suggest you take note. Uh, and um, uh, there's some real actionable items that Natalie's going to share with us today. Nat, I guess the first thing I'd like to touch on is uh, content planning. And I know personally, even though I've got a lot of uh, content, I'm struggling to, to plan it really, really well. What can you share about content planning
1: I mean, what you said then is is exactly right. Everyone has a lot, you know, a lot of us have a lot to say, but it's how do we actually execute that across our social media platforms in a strategic manner? Um, and I think, you know, the, one of the biggest things that I find with my clients is that, you know, that they'll say, hey, we've got photos or we've got a couple of videos, but it doesn't actually align with A, their social media strategy or their business strategy. Um, and it's also not enough to actually execute a month's worth of posts. So, we find that content planning really stems from your social media strategy and having really clear um, ideas around what you actually want to communicate with your audience.
0: Okay, so uh, obviously having uh, having a strategy, what does that involve? What, what can you like give us for that?
1: So a social media strategy is essentially um, a business strategy, but for your social media. So most businesses... A good business should have a business strategy, which has obviously your goals and objectives. Your social media um, strategy is essentially an extension of that. So it looks at your goal for each platform, um, who you're trying to talk to on that specific platform, um, what your content will look like on that specific platform. So for some people, again, depending on the way that you or your particular audience use Instagram, graphics might be a really important part of your social media strategy. Um, We work with a number of clients who... Um, have very high um, educational value content. So for them, when we map out their content for a month, we always factor in anywhere between four to five graphics.
0: Okay, it's fair to say then that obviously we're inundated with platforms nowadays. We, you know, we've got Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn. Uh, there's still TikTok floating around, and, and goodness hmm. knows whatever else. It for a small business. I'd suggest it's challenging to be able to produce content and different content for every platform. What would be your recommendation in terms of, firstly, which platforms, and secondly, the specific kind of content that they should be looking to create for those platforms?
1: Yeah, really good question. Um, I actually did a presentation for the Small Business Commissioner on Tuesday and it was all about social media for small business. And one of the main things that came up was, in fact, which platform do you use? Um, whether or not you're a small business or a big business, the platforms that you're on should, again, link to your business strategy. If they if they don't serve a purpose, then they're not worth your time or resources. Um, so, again, if you're a small business, then resources are a really big thing. Um, we only have a certain number of hours in the day. So, when it comes to working out which platform should you use, first and foremost, is your target audience on that platform? Mm-hmm. Now, 9 times out of 10, you'll probably say yes, because the reality is that many businesses have a multifaceted customer, um, as do the platforms. But the, tr- the key thing is, can you make a mission statement that aligns with that platform? So, you know, for example, um, your mission statement for Instagram might be, we want to, po- we want to post shareable and um and savable content so okay if your mission is to create and post savable, and shareable content that's also given you a metric and it's also given you a goal for everything that you post that'll be your filter
0: okay there's no no question and again speaking from my my own experience i obviously uh, my technical knowledge isn't as good as i would like it to be and and, uh, and probably from a younger generation perspective. there's so many, so many complexities in terms of you just don't have Facebook. you've got Facebook, you've got Facebook stories. Now I believe they've been introduced because I noticed the other morning Gary Vaynerchuk is they've now got um, audio, which I guess is something where they're looking to com- uh, combat clubhouse. You've, you've you've got uh stories you've got reels you've got yeah. goodness knows whatever else
1: yeah
0: how can somebody create um uh content or or mm. a piece of content that they can then disseminate in a productive fashion to then yeah. share on those platforms
1: really good again really good question so Once you identify which platforms you want to be on now, again, you know, it always comes down to time and resources. Um, Pick your platforms based on, like we said, your mission statements um, and also where your audience lives. So then let's say that Instagram has proven to be an important part of your social media presence. So your customer hangs out there. Let's think about your unique customer on Instagram. They're probably going to be a little bit different in comparison to your customer on Facebook. Um, Instagram tends to skew younger now obviously um it, it's growing older as the user base grows older and the younger ones are still you know not quite there yet um, but generally speaking your, your user base on instagram will be more of that 25 to 40 base so think about what kind of content they're looking for you know we talk about share you talk about shareability we talk about saveability you know you mentioned reels as well plan your content based on that so going back to your question about how can you plan how can you break down one piece of content so you know we did a really interesting exercise um, a couple of months ago I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna read it to you because it's I love this so we talk about one topic and how that one topic changes on every single platform right so the topic is coffee we love it we will drink it on Facebook a post about coffee would look like. This is a list of my favourite places to get coffee and we're going to tag the businesses. Why? Because on Facebook, it's all about community. It's all about who can we share, who who can we tag in this post, who can we send this post to. I want actionable, clickable items. Instagram. Here's an aesthetic photo of my coffee that's now cold. Instagram is still a very, very visual platform. Although there is still the space for, like we said, graphics, it's all about eye catching in a feed of flooded images how does your post stand out it has to be eye catching so there has to be that visual element then the way to take that a little bit further and add value that's in your caption linkedin i also mentioned in my presentation on tuesday that linkedin's changed a lot linkedin previously particularly when it first came out it was it was bordering shame, shameless self promotion um, it's moved significantly away from that in the past year. And I definitely think it's as a result of what we've been experiencing. But now it's a really um, it's a really community-driven and motivational space. People, people are posting their losses as much as their wins and it's really quite empowering. Um, so, you know, what would you post about coffee on LinkedIn? Coffee increases productivity by 37%. Here's an article. I'm showing myself as someone of value and I'm backing up my information now. That's not a stat, so don't quote me on that. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Oh, let me scrub that out.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't don't take that note. Um, you know, let's let's take it one step further and go to Pinterest. Again, people want savable, actionable things. Yes, there's the aesthetic element, but there's also the level of why would I be saving this for later? Coffee, three ingredient whipped coffee recipe with a beautiful photo. Pretty simple, right? Look, I could go on, but I think it's pretty clear what the difference between each platform really is.
0: Yeah, there's definitely definitely distinct differences, and uh, I myself have uh, <laughs> are guilty of uh, almost posting the same thing on, on three platforms uh, because it's just convenient, it's easy, but clearly it's, it's not productive. Uh, so the advice there, uh, listeners, is you need to... Uh, make sure that you're creating content or posting content that is relevant for that platform to get the maximum benefit out of it. Uh, Natalie, the other day um, you shared with me, uh, Instagram have made some changes to their algorithm uh, in relation to the video reel. uh, And certainly some people I've spoken to who, for their reasons, uh, have been extremely reluctant to uh, have their faces plastered on social media in, in video form and are now in a bit of a panic mode. Can you share with us what these changes to the algorithm are and what that means? And more importantly, what do what do people need to do? What do businesses need to do to maximize uh, their reach on those on, on that platform?
1: Yeah, it's definitely something that frightened quite a few people. Um, A lot of people misinterpret it when the founder of Instagram came out and said, look, we're favouring reels. What he was saying was, you know, he definitely was saying that the algorithm will feed someone reels. However, where people have misconstrued this information is, let's not forget how the algorithm works. So forget what he said. The algorithm works in the sense that, it will show you what it thinks you want to see based on your engagement habits. So if Con, as a human, as a person with an account on Instagram, you only like photos, you will get served photos. If you only like videos, you'll get served videos. Where they're saying with reels is that even if Con only liking photos, he's still going to get served reels because they are prioritizing them. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it, it, it does. It does. So, just elaborate, what are reels?
1: So reels are essentially Instagram's version of TikTok.'re um, they're, they're still bordering on cheesy, um, but I think this I'm hoping this, um, I guess, change in the way that things are working and, and the pressure of the fact that they are everywhere is going to make people be a little bit more creative with them. They don't have to be the dancing and pointing at words and, you know, having your face in the camera because that's not for everyone. I certainly won't be doing it with my business because that's just not me and that's not the way that I want to portray digital. Mm. Um, however, some businesses that will work with. What you can do, which is a little bit different, is, you know, you can create behind-the-scenes videos. Um, you, you know, editing is really easy on, on Reels. It's a lot easier than it is on TikTok. You can actually post videos so curated videos that you've had produced but as a reel therefore you're still going to increase your reach but it's not the cheesy video so with a lot what with a lot of clients what we do is we'll ask them straight up do you want this to be a a reel if yes we'll make sure we're shooting it in the right dimensions
0: okay so just to confuse me even further (laughs) so i I understood that uh, instagram the uh, the uh, image post is a certain dimension. Uh, yes. If you're on Instagram TV, it's a different dimension again. Correct. And now you're saying there's a third dimension with Instagram Reels.
1: Yeah, so Reels are the same dimensions as stories.
0: Oh, so they're right.
1: Slight, yeah, so they're slightly taller. So Instagram TV is a little bit shorter. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, you've got obviously square, square and portrait for posts.
0: Oh, fantastic! Just what I want I know. To hear. Oh, just what I, I, I want to be here. Just look what I as want a general
1: hear. as a general rule of thumb, and I mean, this is something we say to a lot of clients as well. When it comes to shooting your videos, again, it all comes back to content planning. Think about what platforms you're going to be using that um, using that video on, because that will dictate how it's shot. With a lot of videographers, they will shoot in landscape. So if you say to them, "Oh, actually, in post production, I want that to be portrait for Instagram," you're going to lose ninety percent of the real estate. So what we do is we actually plan that beforehand. So, for example, you know, we know that we're shooting a portrait video. It's getting shot in that way. We can make sure all the good stuff isn't going to get cut out.
0: I'm a, a, a massive fan of uh, a Wondershare Filmora, which is an editing tool for those that, yeah. that know about it. <laughs> I'm still learning. And uh, and if zero is a, a dunce and 10 is an expert, I'm probably about a two and a half. But I'm getting by. One of the advantages of uh, an editing tool such as that is that you can take the same video or the same image or and you can change the aspect, the dimensions of it. Correct. Okay. It, is that something that I should continue to do? Because obviously it's very hard to, if I want to use, um, uh, use one piece of video and I want to cut it up and for different platforms, I can't be getting it shot in different uh no 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 of course not of course not
1: look our recommendation is always to film portrait the reason for that is that people you don't see people walking around with their phone rotated anymore am Mm. i right no one does that everyone's watching everything in vertical you get Mm. far more landscape when everything's vertical so from a from a content creation point of view just stick to vertical it's going to make your life a lot easier when it does come to cutting things up and repurposing
0: okay um One thing I'd like to move on to just for the moment is uh, obviously we're um, uh, here in Adelaide. We're in day two of, of a seven day uh, lockdown. Thanks to uh, our friend COVID. Um, Day two. mm, Day two. You've disappeared there, Natalie. Sorry. Uh, You're back. Uh, Day two in, uh, in a lockdown. um, And uh, our friends in the Eastern seaboard have, uh, have endured far longer. What, Suggestions would you give to people uh, to take advantage of let's let's call it this enforced uh, stay mm. at home in terms of uh, in terms of their content and their content planning?
1: Now's a great time to plan. You know, as, as horrible it is to say, I quite enjoy being forced to stay home because for me it allows me time to actually sit back and plan. When I'm in the office every day, I, I don't I, I don't have that break. Um, obviously every business is different. You know, and I certainly feel for those that can't work at this point in time. Um, but, you know, if you are finding yourself with a bit more free time, now is a great time to do a social media audit. If you are currently on social media, have a look at every platform, have a look at what posts are working, what posts aren't. Scope your competition, get some inspiration and start to map out your social media strategy. Mm. Um, you know, your social media strategy isn't locked in stone. It will change and it will evolve because social media does. But having that planning is just going to take that pressure off, you know. No one likes it when you go, oh, haven't posted in a week, better post something. That's not doing you any favours. It's not a nice feeling.
0: No. And and again, speaking from my own experience, once uh, you haven't posted for a few days, there's an element of pressure that starts to build up and mm. it's like, oh, what am I going to post? Should I? Shouldn't I? And then nothing happens. And then seven days go by and you've posted nothing. And it's really not doing your your brand or your your exposure uh, any any good whatsoever.
1: Not at all. And look, and the reality is as well. You know, Instagram in particular, it thrives on consistency. So you know, when someone says to us, "How often should I be posting?" You know, someone told me I have to post every single day. You most certainly do not. If you if you can post twice a week and stick to that consistently, you're doing yourself far more. Um, Far more advantages than you are if you were to post four times one week, one time next week, one time the week after. It's it's quantity over it's quality over quantity every single time.
0: Okay, good sage sage advice there, Natalie. Just before we go, what uh, what uh, final tips can you to? or well, firstly, what I what I would like to do is I know you have a uh, a content planner which mm. uh, which is available, and what I will be doing is we'll be posting the link. Uh, in the comments for uh, for uh, our listeners and viewers to get benefit of this content planner, and I've I've certainly got mine, and it's helping me immensely. So we'll be doing that. Other than that, Natalie, what suggestions uh, uh, in this time can you can you give to our listeners and viewers?
1: Be really honest with yourself about what you can commit to social media. If you're a small business and, you know, you just don't have the time or resources, pick a platform and do a really good job on that one platform. Don't spread yourself too thin. Um, secondly to that, again, use the time to really identify where your wins and where your opportunities are. Um, and thirdly, plan ahead. There's no reason why most businesses can't at least be 15 days in advance when it comes to their social media posts.
0: Okay. Wonderful advice. Natalie, as always, it's been a been a pleasure to chat with you. Natalie, uh, Thank di- you. Director of Digital. Good timing. Uh, good timing. Digital uh, creative and marketing. Very, very informative. I know the listeners and the viewers will get plenty of value out of this. My name is Con. I am the conversationalist. And until next time, bye for now. Thanks for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of A Cuppa with a Conversationalist. To join in next time, follow or subscribe. And for more information about my coaching and workshops, visit my website at www.concouticus.com.